0: Yesterday, of course, City Council went over those 11 supplemental budget items, accepting all of them except for deferring one, that being the uh, training facility here for our emergency services providers. So uh, that one will be considered at a later date. But with those supplemental items, the tax increase did go up a little bit. It started at 2.76 on the day. And uh, if I understand correctly, it is now at 2.97%. Here now to talk about that is the City's Corporate Services Director, Kathy Humphrey. Kathy, thanks so much for taking the time.
1: Yeah,
0: no problem. Hi, Jeff. So is, is that right? We're looking at 2.97% tax increase right now?
1: Uh, yeah, the overall city budget is at 2.97% increase, so just about over $3 million.
0: Okay, so I know this is always a pretty difficult question to a- answer and, and one that I know most people out there want to have answered, but it's just really hard to, to provide an accurate one. But what does that mean for the average homeowner here in Kamloops?
1: Well, that's, that's really tough. <laughs> um, basically, if your home had the average value last year, which was about $410,000, and your house has the average home this year, which has gone up to $443,000, you're looking at about $65.
0: Okay, so, and, and I mean, that's something that I think, uh, from a general budget planning, uh, finance pr- pr- perspective, is, is something that is generally acceptable, right, within um, municipal budgets. Around 3% is something that uh, is typically seen as almost a win in majority municipalities. Is that sort of how you would interpret things as well? I know you're just the finance person, the money person, and you're not really the the um, council person. You're not supposed to necessarily get into the, uh, the whys and hows, but you're just presenting the numbers as is. But from what I, I've seen in my lifetime, 3% is generally an acceptable number.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, coming in, we're a slightly higher than, say, um, you know, CPI, which is, you know, the the consumer price index that lots of people look like, or the, the inflation numbers. But I think, you know, to come in just above that and have a bunch of new services added, I think shows um, a lot of um, financial restraint in departments and people trying to, um, really trying hard to be fiscally responsible as we're doing our budget, because, you know, most of us all live in the city and, and pay taxes as well. So, you know, there's an Center for all of us to make sure that everything's uh, financially responsible and being well-run.
0: And when you're looking, or when you're talking about being fiscally responsible, you had brought this up yesterday during the uh, presentation regarding uh, the city's reserve funds and the fact that, you know, you were looking at the 2019 surplus, and it's projected right now at about $700,000, which is uh, pretty pretty darn close when you're talking about a $115 million budget, so to be, um, you know, projecting a little bit more than $700,000 uh, you know spent, um, you know, that, that's pretty accurate numbers, and, and you you had mentioned that's you know one of the, the the closest you've been since you you've been here in your, your five years time as um, you know a finance director here for the city. So um, you know pretty pretty happy with the fact that uh, you know it seems like city departments are, are tightening up here a little bit.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's really, um, you know, a really great thing for the city because we always are accused of, you know, we have all these flush funds or the city's overtaxing me. And really the fact that we don't have a lot of money spent um, left over at the end of the year shows that, you know, we had a plan and we followed it and our engineering departments and our operations departments are are really trying hard to um, read the the markets and estimate the cost of, of doing business. I mean, the downside of it is that when unexpected things come out um, there isn't a lot of wiggle room in the budget to accommodate them but you know we're doing that through the actual financial plan and our asset management plans to have the reserve set aside for those one-offs as opposed to putting it into our operating budgets
0: yeah and and you know just looking at the reserve funds as a whole it looks like things are pretty healthy here in the city Um, when you're talking about just the general reserve being up over 14 million and uh, the total figures was up over 28 million um, you know is that uh, about where you would like to see the city be?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think those numbers are, are, you know, they're really big numbers. But, I mean, the city deals with really big numbers all along. So, I mean, even the, the general reserve sitting at 13 or $14 million, if you, you know, consider that the city collects $115 million um, in the course of a year, you know, in the event that there was an emergency of some sort, you know, that's only a couple of months' worth of operations um, sitting in our reserve. So, it is a big number, but, uh, you know, we do need to have that set aside for um, if we had to front the cash on some you know capital projects you know a lot of times we'll end up reimbursed back by the province or the federal government but you know we need to have that cash set aside to to cover the cost and fix whatever it is right away
0: and it's probably pretty helpful to have too when looking at you know applying for grants to have some of that potential dollars that you can lay down up front um i think uh you know quite often can make um those those organizations in charge of giving out grants to municipalities uh, the fact that there is money in the reserves for certain projects probably makes it a little easier to go about uh, getting some of those funds
1: Well, yeah, I mean, grants are really unpredictable in terms of when they're going to happen and when, uh, you know, other levels of government are going to offer them. So most of them don't ever cover 100% of the cost. So the fact that we're sitting with a little bit in our reserve funds and can jump on grant opportunities because we have, you know, 25% of the project or 33% of the project that we can fund uh, right then and there when the project is approved, um, I think is really helpful for the city.
0: Perfect. Uh, One thing I did want to ask about as well was just the projected growth numbers. So the city is projecting one and a quarter percent growth. uh, You know, so when you factor that into the total budget, I guess uh, budget spending is going up uh, about 4.2 some percent. Uh, But just, you know, when looking at one and a quarter projected growth, how how difficult of a number is that to project? Is that something that's a a real challenge for the city and something that, you know, could uh, could change significantly over the course of a year?
1: Um, I mean, it is a little bit tough uh, to project. I mean, we work really closely with BC Assessment to get their read on what's happening in the community. They provide our our revenue team and our taxation team with updates throughout the year um, in terms of the the growth and what they're projecting for um, new businesses and new buildings within the community. But what we do is we, um, you know, I heard you talking to mayor a little bit earlier, we we budget a little bit conservative because, um, you know, like you said, we don't want to be too high and not collect enough money. And then what we do is we just sort of buffer the difference, um, you know, because generally it's only a a little bit of a difference um, year over year to to cover our estimates on either side. So,
0: Awesome stuff. Um, And and I know that, um, you know, this budget isn't totally passed yet. Uh, There's still going to be probably a a few, well, potentially some tweaks made, I guess, between now and whenever the budget is, in fact, ratified. Uh, I asked the mayor this as well. He doesn't have a specific date. Do you know of a specific date where this will be finalized?
1: Um, i believe we're currently set for um the first meeting that council has in april which i believe is april the 7th we don't we are a little bit dependent on we can't finalize the tax numbers until we get the final roll from bc assessment and their um, date is the beginning of april so um, it'll be within those first couple meetings in april where the tax rates get set but we can't do it uh, without that data from bc assessment
0: right on and, and can you talk a little about uh, how you go about setting that tax rate kind of what what goes into that between now and then
1: yeah, so basically the number that we're talking about now, it's not the, we don't look at it on an individual property owner basis. We're basically looking at what was the budget last year, how much money do we need this year, and that's how we calculate that percentage. So the, the 2.7, uh, 2.97 or the, the just over 4% without growth, that's the growth in our actual budget. So what we do now is we basically take, we need $115 million in a little bit to collect. We take BC Assessments numbers that said, this is the value of all the property in Kamloops and we basically do sort of backwards math to figure out what the mill rate is that gets us $115 million in each of the property classes.
0: Awesome. Um, There's a little bit of math. (laughs) Yeah, I'd say just a little bit. Um, Yeah, I'll pretty much get you out of here on this, Kathy. I guess just, you know, when you're looking at um, just our our tax base as a whole, do you have any concerns, um, you know, just with where money is coming from? I know there's always conversations when it comes to, um, you know, maybe the individual homeowners getting overtaxed as we see industry sort of get phased out more and more. Um, You know, just how, how much of our tax is reliant on individual homeowners, is that uh, something that is concerning at all to the municipality?
1: Um, you know, I, I think, I don't know the number off the top of my head, but I mean, the majority of our taxes, as well as the majority of our properties and value in properties is in residential. So, um, you know, I think we're not really concerned as far as compared to other communities. Right. We have a fairly diverse tax base. We have, you know, a significant amount of light industry. We have a lot of um, business class. We've got lots of residential, um, you know, the, the one class that uh, is pretty small is um, high in value, which is our class four our heavy industry. It only has a couple of Uh, properties in it Um, but the rest of it is is really quite well diversified and it seems to be growing you know in in a in a steady way so we're not really too concerned about about that at this point
0: Good stuff. I just wanted to uh, get that point out there because I know it's something that a lot of homeowners do get worried about is that, you know, more and more of it seems to be relied on on individuals and not so much on businesses. And um, of course, I mean, taxes are are paid by individuals, no matter how you want to spin it, whether it's through a business or through an individual. But uh, I know it's something that a lot of people do have some concerns about. So thank you so much for coming on and taking the time. I really appreciate you filling us in on kind of how this budget process works. And we'll look ahead to April when those tax rates will indeed be set.
1: Perfect. Thanks, Jeff.
0: Awesome. That was the Corporate Services Director here for the City of Kamloops, Kathy Humphrey,